Welcome to Not Another Basic Girl Podcast, the weekly basic recap about all the things you've been texting your bestie about. I'm your host, Annie Kate. Let's check in and let's chat. Okay, so before I get into my interview with the one, the only, the Grace Oz, I have to talk about one thing, and it's been really weighing heavily on my chest. Kylie Jenner is disgusting. She is. You guys have to come to the terms and understand that her posting a GoFundMe for her makeup artist that literally works for her to raise $60,000 asking fans to participate when she is a net she has a net worth of a billion dollars. Okay, girl, bye. That's like six bucks. I mean, to me. And if I was her, I mean, I, I'm not going to math, so I'm not going to pretend. But like, literally, stop asking your poor people. Well, okay, not everybody's poor. But stop asking your fans to cover the cost of your makeup artist's surgery when you are worth a billion dollars. Open that little checkbook, sign your name, XOXO Kylie Jenner, and be done with it. I'm so sick of these celebrities like acting like they're like global superstars, peacemakers, the end-all, be-all, and they can't even cover the people that work for them when they get in a terrible accident. I mean, literally, ew. You're tacky, and I hate you. Well, in words of, what is that one show? Um, School of Rock. You're tacky, and I hate you, Kay Jenner. You are pathetic. Like, literally, it's really not that hard. I mean, you are worth a billion dollars. You, and, okay, if for some godforsaken reason you couldn't afford to do it, every single person in your family is worth millions of dollars. Like, STFU and get with it. Because literally, there are going to be people that see that request and they will drop money, whatever Kylie says, I'm going to do it. And that's half the problem. That's using power to control little people. Half these people are just getting their stimulus checks. I mean, literally, we're in a global pandemic, and this biatch who's worth a billion dollars can't even cover her makeup artist's surgery. So she jumps on Instagram and is all like, oh, help, 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 help. And you donate $5,000, $5,000 when you're worth a billion dollars. Girl, bye. I'm done. I'm so sick of these celebrities. Literally, if this pandemic has taught me anything, it's that celebrities are T-R-A-S-H, trash, 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 trash. I just made that jingle up by myself. Okay. So, like, if anybody wants to talk about Kylie and, like, defend her, at me. At me, bro. Let's go. Because it's gross. And it's stupid. And it's tacky. And the family was asking for $60,000 and you're a billionaire. Girl, bye. I'm done. Mm, done. Also, you guys, 
I don't know what to do right now with The Bachelor. I don't even know what to do with, like, A-Rod and J-Lo. Are they together? Are they not together? Everybody's saying they're back together. Oh, he flew down there. Mr. Mr. Save the Day. I don't know. It feels like it could be a song, but he literally is a piece of shit. What is she doing? I mean, I think it's all just a safe face because it came out too soon, and I think someone leaked it. But what? Like, J-Lo, get it together, girlfriend. Take... Three calming breaths, do a little meditation, ride the Peloton, and get it together. You're better than A-Rod. He allegedly cheated on you with a reality star. I can't even keep going down that rabbit hole because I am so passionate about it. Like, I will literally lose more brain cells if I keep talking about it. But girl, bye. I'm not girl, bye. Boy, bye. See, I can't even think things straight when I'm talking about it because I'm so passionate. And if you missed it, yes, last week we watched the oh-so-boring season finale of The Bachelor with the most boring man on the planet. Boom! Okay. Just a, a little quick rundown. Matt James was never going to get engaged. Ever. Absolutely ever. He was never going on that show to get engaged. He literally used it as a platform. Um... Do I agree that he's probably a little upset about the things that came out about his pick? A hundred percent. All power to him. But the conversation with his mom and his brother, that just was, that solidified it the whole season. I was listening to a podcast um, from Betches. I think it's like The Bachelor or something. And they literally, the title of their podcast was, this season of The Bachelor could have been an email. And there's nothing that relates more to me than that because it was dumb. It was stupid. I mean, I don't think we're, I, I mean, who knows when we ever get a male cast lead again because they are boring. But um, yeah, I just, I, I think it's like time to move along. Also, I have to say happy birthday to the Real Housewives. 15 years since the worst guilty pleasure entered my life, and I cherish every season, every episode, and I embrace it all because it's so bad, it's so good, it's so fantastic, and it's everything I ever need in my life, and I'm so happy that it's here. I applaud Andy Cohen for giving us complete trash that leads me to hours of escapism every week, and... The OG of the OC, Vicky, who is truly a nightmare, who got rich off of us watching. But you know what? I applaud her for the hustle. So I'm glad Bravo's still around. Oh, my God. Did you guys watch the first episode of the last season of The Real Housewives? Or not The Real Housewives. Oh, my God. I'm losing it. The Real Real Housewives. I did it again. Um, Keeping up with the Kardashians. I feel very mixed about it. I have a lot of, like, emotional... um, feelings per se um but I am glad that they're just ending it because it's so produced it's so bad like I feel like I'm watching like the most staged TikTok ever for an hour Chloe looks awful I don't know if you guys have seen some of those like clips surfacing around about her um plastic surgery but the girl needs to stop like okay we got it you're tapped in you got the injections let's let them cool down let's let the face de-thaw for a little bit let's let it warm up get room temperature you know what I'm saying like we gotta end that it's getting to be a little too much Coco like let's end 
the plastic surgery just for like maybe a month. Let's just give it a month, you know? Let's see what the face goes back to then. Okay, you guys, I could talk about this all day and maybe I should get injections so that my face freezes so I don't talk this fast and this dramatically for 10 minutes, but um, I'm about to play the interview with the one and only the grace, the one who I text about nothing but everything with every single day of my life. I'm excited for you to meet her, learn to love her, because she'll be back on, and uh, Granny's about to drop. That I should fully explain the scenario. <laughs> we have today's guest, bestie of the week, is Grace. Um, she is What's married up? to my cousin. Yes. And we just happen to click and become right. the best of friends. The best of friends. I mean, you and your cousin are basically siblings. So we're yeah. now basically siblings. So exactly. I, you know, you, you have those cousins that are yeah. like your your siblings. They're like your good. people. So, They're right. your people. And um, but so Grace is married to my cousin, um, and they live out in Massachusetts. So we are going to talk a little bit about, I mean, kind of just everything we text about because 95% of the time my phone goes off, it's you. Yeah, same. (laughs) Same. And and sometimes it's our group chat, but usually it's just our chat. Um, But today we're going to kind of talk about how we met our first impressions of each other. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about some of the things that maybe annoy us of the men in our life who we love very much, but (laughs) let's be honest, they're still men. It's relatable, I think, for everyone. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because not everything is perfect. Um, We're going to talk about how, how it's been like for us being so close. I mean, really our friendship fully blossomed during the COVID era. It did. But um, we'll talk a little bit about what it's like to kind of have that long distance relationship, some of the highs and lows of that. And I want to touch on a little bit about what it's like to be working in education during this time, because I think, you know, something very close to my heart is all the teachers and um, well, you're a school counselor and everybody who works in education, I feel like was put on this huge pedestal last spring. And then like the fall has kind of, yeah. I mean, they've kind of taken the brunt of some things and, you know, are expected, but aren't always given like the greatest support from the public. I don't know if that's the right way to say it. So we'll touch a little bit about that. Um, We're going to, of course, talk a little bit about Britney Spears because I know you watched the documentary. I did. No, I did. Of course, it wouldn't be an episode if we weren't talking about the Kardashians a little bit. (laughs) And yeah, we're just going to, you know, chit chat. This is everything we talk about. Yeah, we're going to talk about what we text about. Exactly. So, Grace, I have wondered this for a very long time so I don't remember the exact year 2013 14 no it was 14 yeah 2014 that was the first time I met you 
It was. And it, we had heard a lot about each other. That was what I was going to say. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, because Luke and I are very close, um, even though we've lived, I mean, never in the same state. And so I remember when the word on the street was that Luke Osberg had a girlfriend. Uh, and so not to be confused with your fiance, Luke. Oh, yeah. Your cousin's name is also Luke, who is my husband. Yes. Good point. This good point. Fun part. <laughs> Try to keep everybody straight. So. Yeah, you you came into his life in what year in college? 2012. 2012. Wow, that's a long the year, time. I know. The year we graduated college, the spring we graduated college, um, Luke Osberg and I started uh, dating. Yeah, and it's all, it's all a history from there. Yes, and so then... Obviously, you had heard a little bit about me, and I had heard probably a lot about you from just him, and he was just so giddy and, like, weird. Um, (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Like, this is the first time I'm hearing that. I know. Like, he was just so (laughs) excited, but still kind of his reserved self when talking about it. Yeah. And so we didn't meet. Well, I heard all about like your trip to your cruise in the Bahamas, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then we didn't meet until 2014 when I went to Florida with your now husband, my cousin, Luke, yeah. my aunt and my other cousin, Julie. So that was the first time we met. And right. I am dying to know what yeah. your reaction was when you first met me, because Right. Well, like you said, we had heard a lot about each other. So I have to like backtrack to when we went to Minnesota or maybe that was after we met. Cause I feel like it was before when me and Luke took a trip to Minnesota and you weren't there. Have we met before? I think was we, Florida before. I think Florida was before. Oh, okay. But okay. we didn't, we didn't like our like Florida meeting was kind of like fast. Quick. Yeah. 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 I mean, I had just heard a lot about Annie um, and I mean the whole Minnesota crew in general. So I actually remember Luke, when Luke and I first started dating and I went to visit um, him in, you know, his hometown because um, I'm from Connecticut. So we were kind of doing the Massachusetts to Connecticut kind of long distance thing for a while. So I was at his family's house in Massachusetts, and I saw a picture of you and your brothers on the fridge holding, which we need to mention, Grace the dog, your dog. So just another added name name that's the same that causes. We like like the biblical names, obviously. And literally, why does everybody have the same name? I don't know. Um, Holding Grace the dog. Um, And I remember thinking, they look really fun. Like they look like a fun crowd to be around. Like that looks like a family I would have a good time with. And then I would hear all about Annie and Victor Cruz. Yeah. That's the name of <laughs> which, my car. Which, another name to remember the name of your car. Um, so yeah, I mean, we met in Florida. So I was on my school February vacation. Cause as Annie mentioned, I'm a school counselor, which um, is so, so went, weird to me that you guys get a February vacation and an April vacation. I like am jealous of it. 
I know, I know. It is nice. It is nice for sure. But they really like to skyrocket those um, airline prices for those vacations for the people that aren't making the most, which makes total sense. But so we, so I went down. I actually went down to finish to visit my friend Jen, who Diva. Um, yeah, Jen Diva, who was in school, physician assistant school at the time um, in Florida. So she's from Connecticut too, but she's doing a school in Florida and I went to visit her and, um, you guys all were there because Luke's mom, my husband's mom is also a teacher, was a teacher at the time. She's retired now. And my husband's sister, your cousin, Julie is also a teacher in Massachusetts. So we all had this week off, um, and, and I just invite myself yeah. to where, wherever I need to be. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Like to be with them, which is something I always knew about you. Um, but I have to be honest, like I'd heard so much about Annie and I was a little intimidated. I was intimidated by you and your your confidence, so much confidence and, uh, and uh, big personality. Not that that's a bad thing, but like Annie, when she walks into a room, she's like owning, she's like in that room, she's owning that room. People she knows in there know that they know her and the people that don't want to know her. So that's, that's there we go. So Let's take a sip to that. Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers to that. I have my Prosecco and she has her truly. Truly. <laughs> but sponsored. yeah, I think I just, I had heard so much about you and I wanted to get to know you more. And then we were back in the condo and you totally like took charge and you like called this hotel for everyone to stay at and like got a really good price. And I was like, wow, she's, she's someone that would get me like she gets done. So got to well, get things all, done. It's all history from there. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I have to say when I first met you, I think I was like, so I'm six months younger than Luke, but I feel like I was a little bit like a protective older sibling Understood. where I was like, yeah. okay, I need to like make sure, you know, like mm -hmm. just because well, Luke and I have such like a different, like, yeah, I don't know. We're like, we're related, we're family, but right. like my person too. So I was like, I right. need to like make sure. And I just remember meeting you and you were so kind and so bubbly and fun but what really remember like what really I what I really remember about this all was just like how he was around you like I was just like you know I don't care what she's like to see his happiness is like worth it all and so I was like you know what I I like her I like her. And that was all it took. It was just like seeing his reaction and he was just so like compassionate. And so like, just wanted to make sure you were comfortable because you were also with his family, you know, and like, I can be a loud person and whatnot. And I just, I was just so like flabbergasted at how he was because I'd never seen him like that and I just knew from that day on like I was like okay mm -hmm. we're, this is good this is right this is good I appreciate that I think we both keep it real which is you know I think that's like the east coast in you I don't know if like you I mean I don't really know that many people from the midwest but 
I like to think like around here, people are kind of like looking down and don't really pay attention to other people. They're very sarcastic. They have a very dry sense of humor, but we give a lot to the relationships that we have. Like mm-hmm. we're very, yeah. you know, real. And so you, I feel like you are, you're just like that. Or you adapted that from having a family out here. Maybe it's just part of who you are. Yeah. You know, it's just, I think that's what, how like our friendship grew was we are a lot alike, but we're also like, we just balance each other, but we can be completely transparent to each other. Yes. Which can. is like very important in friendships because I, I think like, well, when COVID happened, well, I'm trying to like, remember like when, like we really like clicked, like your wedding well, was yeah. probably something that, was one that was one for the books it was I I think I I knew you were really into Bravo like I'm sure some listeners are as well so you know I think you and I bonded over that but we so I would like randomly text you like I would kind of ask myself first like I don't should I just like send her a random text about like Ramona right now (laughs) always send me the random text I'm like always send it to me so I did. I think I we just kind of like started doing that, and it wasn't like you know every day like it is now. But um, you know, I remember uh, Luke's mom saying like, "Wow, you guys talk a lot. You must talk a lot." And that was like two years ago, like at a basketball game because he is a coach. Um, yeah, what we all went to. So I remember just like reflecting on that, being like, "Yeah, we do talk. We do." Bravo is such like a a center point in our friendship which sounds so stupid which I mean because I mean everybody on that channel is like insane but I think like we relate to them (laughs) well my cousin actually said it perfectly she's like women need to watch Real Housewives franchises so that they talk about them not each other (laughs) that is literally perfect there's no better that is like because we shouldn't talk about each other but we have to have something to talk about we do we we do like I was watching scary island before (sighs) I got on here we talked about that and I was like I need to I need to jump down Hulu watch scary island the gummy bears the everything like I (laughs) I that episode if people don't know what that is, it's season three of Real Episode Housewives of New York. Nine, nine and ten. Nine and ten. And it is <laughs> one of the most iconic Real Housewives episodes. I would say the most iconic. I mean, it is so batshit crazy. It is pure insanity. And I think now that they're doing Real Housewives, uh, like all stars, I just, oh, I can't wait. I'm just anticipating Jill Zarin saying, what did she say? Hello. Or like, Hello. Hi. <laughs> when they were, they were all getting their pedicures and manicures. Yes, like, and Hello. Like, oh, like, oh my God, that would be such like a nightmare moment. Like, whew, gosh, what a good episode. So that's like the homework for the audience is to watch right. Scary Island. And that because- is the baseline of our uh, that was like what what has bonded us. Obviously, other things have come into yes. play now, but that was what. I mean, Real Housewives of New York was 
Oh, it's the best. And then I think another huge part of like our friendship was your guys' wedding out in Connecticut, Mm -hmm. which apparently I just like thought I was good time Charlie and had to be BFFs with everyone. But your guys' group of friends was so awesome. And like, oh my gosh. I like made myself into that group, whether I was invited or not. I was like, I be friends with them. Annie starts group text with me and my friends. I'm like, okay. And they love it. I'm like, hey, Jen, how are you? Miss you. Yeah, she, well, your flight, your flight got um, canceled, right? Or delayed or something like that. Yeah, it got canceled. So we had to stay an extra day. And Jen, right, one of my bridesmaids was like, you can stay, like you can stay with us. So they're just like that too, but they're just yeah. like you and I, just yeah. fun and chill and down to have a good time and, and real, like they're all very long lasting, deep, almost like sisters. So. Yeah. And those are the, like, that's the best type of friendships are those that are like effortless. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And that's just like what I appreciate about you. <laughs> And that's what I appreciate about you. I think there's a lot to be said for that, especially being in our 30s, our 30s now. <laughs> it's special that we still have those uh, relationships. You know, you go from high school to every, all these initials on your AIM profile. You had like 20 initials of all your best friends. Yeah, <laughs> and then it like case. really shrinks. <laughs> it really shrinks. I wonder what that list would look like now. Oh my gosh, I think I would have like... <laughs> I remember checking the list of your friends to making sure, like, you didn't even care if you were number, like, 10 or number, like, Yeah, but you were checking your profiles to make sure you were still there. They make sure you were there and that they weren't mad at you. I know. Because that was the way you found out if someone was mad at you. That was the way. Yep. Wow. Wow, (laughs) Bethany, wow. This is why we talk about Real Housewives. And, like, I was even, I saw some meme on... Instagram today and it was like oh um the best thing when logging onto MySpace was like all of these different alerts and I like saw that and I was just like wow MySpace was such a different time it was yeah, I, I kind of miss top it eight. that was stressful too <laughs> oh the top eight was just a popularity contest right yeah you know I I was like so I won't get into like details but today some girl from my high school who was just so mean to me asked me to be part of her or asked me to join like her girl boss diva gang whatever it is like next level marketing or whatever I don't even know like pyramid scheme yeah yeah fix my hair and I was like you know I just like messaged her back and I was like you weren't nice to me in high school why would I give you my money now yeah that's what you said to her yeah yeah Wow, what'd she say to you? I haven't heard anything back. Well, I hope she reflects on that, even if... Like, obviously, time and stuff can, like, change. And, like, I'm sure we... I mean, we've all grown up. But I was like... Yeah. You weren't... You were never nice. Like... Yeah, you kind of know who you weren't the best person to. Why would you ask them? And, like, I know that I wasn't always, like, super nice to everybody in high school. I mean, it's high school. You're, like so confused and like who knows but I'm like try to sell me on your pyramid scheme Mm, not today sister not today (laughs) not any day no I don't want it I don't want that um okay so 
kind of circling back. Yes. I have to get something off of my chest. Okay, what is it? Why do men literally do nothing that you want them to do? Why? They do things, but it's never what you want them to do. I know. No, you're 100% right. I pulled in the garage the other day, and my husband, Luke, was making a very nice uh, gift for one of his friends for his birthday. And, like, there were things that needed to be cleaned up inside that hadn't been, like, the trash hadn't been taken out. Dishes were in the sink. And I just don't, I don't understand, like... Grace, I had, I have, I have to come clean about this. And Luke knows my Luke. Both Luke's know. (laughs) I came home last Sunday. I went to a baby shower. We were COVID safe. Um, And I got home and the bed wasn't made. Hmm. And I literally thought I was going to lose my mind. And I think I did lose my mind. I freaked out. because. Luke is just sitting there on the couch watching golf Mm -hmm. and I come home and the bed's not made and we make our bed every morning. So you make the bed every morning. Do you make the bed? (laughs) And he will, he will sometimes, but usually I make the bed. And then I went to the bathroom and I come out of the bathroom after I was like, you didn't even make the bed. Like, what have you been doing all day? You tell me you went to Culver's to get lunch, but you can't make the bed. I don't know what got over me, but I get out of the bathroom and then he's like in our room and he's just staring at me. And I was like, what? And my backpack was on our bed and a pen leaked. And I, Grace, I lost it. I was like, if you would have made the bed, this would have never happened. And he was mad at me because a pen leaked. And I, I just don't get why they don't like, I know Luke does so much as much as yours does, but it's never what I want him to do. (laughs) I I think, you know, we talk about this all the time and I know other people do, but the mental load, like why like we are the ones like Luke will go get like my Luke if I say go get two we need toothpaste can you go pick up toothpaste can you go pick up the toilet paper and he'll be like yeah sure he'll get his shoes on and he'll go but I'm the one that needs to know that we need those things what are you gonna do like what would you do like let me ask you this how long do you think a hand towel would hang in the bathroom if we didn't change it oh Months, months, years, years. It would break in half. <laughs> it would be full crust before it was. It was ever like, oh, maybe we should wash that. And like, right. My Luke is super. Like, he's probably more of a clean freak than I am. Like, he's like every week we got to wash our sheets. We got to do this and like. But it's just it's those little things that I'm like, why don't you like? Right. Well, I will say, um, like, my husband has been home. I've been going to work a little bit more than he has during the pandemic. So he has been home more. And I say all the time, like, you can't go back to work. Like, who's going to tend to the house? (laughs) Who's going to, like, do all the house things? Because he's literally, like, been handling it, which is awesome. But there's still those little things. There's still that mental load. And this will never, this will never change. And I told him I was going to say this. His clothes putting his clothes away, folding and putting away his clothes. He folded his clothes 
downstairs last week, put them in the hamper to bring them, it brought them up to our room. Next thing I know, the folded clothes are just on the floor because we had to dig through to get the clothes because we never actually put them away. And then he has two hampers because I we designated two hampers. These are your clean, this is your dirty because I just can't even look at them on the floor because he doesn't put them away. Like why so, like why don't they do some of those little things? Like I don't understand. I don't, like I, I don't just... understand either. And the sheet schedule, forget it. I'm the only one that knows the sheet schedule. Tomorrow, no, tomorrow's not trip to bed day next weekend is but but you like if we don't remember these things they're just like they fly by the seat of their pants and I and I'm again I'm kind of a ADHD person but I'm like you don't get it like you don't get it or right like you said so my cousin Luke is a coach and Mm -hmm. so this is probably the most you guys have ever been like home together I mean oh, really yeah. probably travels, from college like you know yeah yeah he played yep. football and I mean so he's just yeah, like, he's this is the most the most he's ever been home I mean before I mean we've been in our house for like a year we actually bought it right before the pandemic happened but you know we were in a part in an apartment before so a lot of things were like maintenance wise were just kind of like taken care of but I was the one tending to things, taking the trash out, you know, tidying up. And um, even like um, when it came to like, I've I've never balanced a checkbook, but like money things, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like he, he definitely knows what's going on with money, but I was just, I've always just been the one or was the one monitoring things before like the whole shutdown. And, um, you know, I think this past year he's gotten a, a good taste of, what it takes to be a part of that. And he's done an amazing job. Like I couldn't ask for anything better, but I also shouldn't have to ask. Would you, would you say, cause I think currently, and Luke and I touched on this last week is we work together cause we're still home. So we work together. Mm-hmm. We live together. We do everything together. And I would say my fuse is probably like a little bit more short than pre COVID days. Just because we don't have that break, would you say like you guys are, like your fuse or I know you're still at work, but you know, like do you get like a little bit more irritable or is it just me? Oh yeah, I mean before like it was just kind of frustrating if he was in the kitchen at the same time as me, but now, <laughs> but now I say who's getting up first to make their breakfast first because I can't be in there with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I yeah for sure. I mean, I, I mean, we want to make it like as glamorous as we can right now and say like, Oh, we're so in love and we've loved all this time together. But no, sometimes it's nice when you go for a run and I have to have myself for There's, half an hour. I, so I like last night, for instance, I was just done and it was like eight 30. I'm like, I'm going to lay in bed and I need to be alone. I have to be alone. I can't, alone. I, I just can't. I can't chit chat anymore. No, like I don't want to have any more small talk. Like I don't, like I don't want to answer my phone. And we talk about this all the time where there's like a difference between like texting and having conversation. Like, like I'll text you and be like, all I want to do is text and I don't want to talk. Right. Right. And look at it. Let's say that to each other. I feel like, I just want to scroll. Like, let's put something dumb on TV so we can both just scroll. You know, but yeah. yeah, there's nothing like just kind of 
having that alone time for sure. And they're, you're right. They're always there. They're always there. They are. And I think like, for me is I haven't seen like a lot, like last weekend was the first time I, I had seen like three of my best friends in over a year. And like, obviously you and I have grown to be, I mean, we text every single day. (laughs) That you text your bestie about. Yep. And, you know, I would say like, it's so, it's such a blessing that like our friendship has like flourish during this time but it is also really hard like I don't remember the last time I've gone this long without seeing my cousin Luke but like now that we're I mean the four of us have grown to just have like a really good friendship too it's really hard yeah it is really hard you just want to jump on the plane jump on a plane or jump in the car and go see each other but there's restrictions and quarantine rules and, you know, work doesn't let you go anywhere unless you're going to quarantine for 14 days, but you can't because you got to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think this past year has like taught us so much about like what's really important. Yeah. And, yes. you know, I think like it's really easy to like pick and choose like the, the hard things and, I mean, everybody has gone through so much and, you know, Luke and my Luke and I are so blessed that we both still have jobs and like, you know, X, Y, and Z, we're healthy and whatnot. But after a while, like your mental health, like it, it kind of like sucks. I mean, important, and I, yeah, I think that we've had to um, look I mean, like, so let's say, for example, you and I are, like, really big extroverts. Like, I, like, thrive on being with people, doing social things, like, having a booked calendar. I mean, I, I love that, like, lazy Sunday, but, like, lazy Sunday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, like, yeah. it. Like, I love being with people. That's the way, like, I recharge as a outgoing person. But I think this year we've had to, no matter who you are, like what your personality is, we've had to look to ourselves for comfort. So, you know, let's say like people, people's hobbies were restaurants, museums, like going to a show and then dinner, um, and then like seeing a couple friends for like a nightcap. So that was, that was what a lot of people's like hobbies were, like myself included. I wasn't someone that was going out and like finding equipment for new activities or, you know, I'm not the most athletic person. Um, So I think a lot of us had to kind of look to ourselves for comfort, um, which can be hard sometimes, Um, you know, start to be more mindful, um, practice that mindfulness and um, how to cope with some of that stress and anxiety, Um, you know, seeing seeing people when we can um you know socially distant or even over facetime um finding new hobbies or new things to do i know i personally tried skiing for the first time like i would always say all the time like i don't need to do that like i've got my wine i've got my restaurants i've got my friends like what do i like to do on the weekend sit and talk and i'm an active indoorsman like i'm an active indoors woman and in the summer i like the beach like that's it like i like my two feet planted on the ground and i'm comfortable in what i'm comfortable with but i think we've all had to kind of look inside ourselves and get a little bit uncomfortable this year yeah Um, like i don't my hobbies are restaurants (laughs) 
<laughs> or like day trips to then go to a restaurant. Exactly. You know? Like, oh, I'm going to go to this small town right. or the city right. to eat. Exactly. Yeah. So we've we've had to all kind of get to know ourselves, which is terrifying sometimes. So it actually I, really I, is. Like you don't Yeah. I think especially like with where we are today in society with like social media and work and blah 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 blah. But like we there's so many ways that you can just like mask not knowing yourself. Yeah. Oh, so many ways. Yep. And like now I'm like, oh, hey, Annie. It's us again. We're hanging. <laughs> I'm laying in bed and I can't sleep. And uh, nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want to talk about? <laughs> yes. What do you want to talk about? Like, you have to start dating yourself. It's so true. It's like, I personally, I don't even know what happened. Like, I've gone skiing this winter. And that is not something. Like, if you told me two years ago, a year ago, you're going to be like skiing and going fast and like keeping up with your husband. Although it was like green trails, like small <laughs> green trails. but you're going to be like, he's going to look behind and be like, look at you keeping up and like be surprised. And you know, you're going to actually start getting good at this. That is not, I would have been like, that's not me you're talking about. So and I'm proud of you cool. because I can definitely say that <laughs> I haven't started skiing. And that's fine too. And that's fine too. That's the other thing. We don't have to like do extravagant things because there's nothing else to do. Like we can still be ourselves, you know? Yeah. And so, to... so we like briefly touched on it, but we were talking a little bit about how like I'm at home. My Luke is at home. Your Luke is partially at home, partially at work, and you are at work. I'm at work. And, you know, I, I like have to say there's like one thing that's really frustrated me and I probably keep it more internal, but I definitely let people know when the time is right is we all need to start giving people in education a damn break. And we have to start putting them on the pedestal that they deserve to be on because I get really frustrated. I don't have kids. So like Neither. for Luke and I, it's been pretty easy. I would say working from home and adjusting mm-hmm. and getting into that schedule. So I don't know what it's like and I'm not belittling anybody in that sense. Right. But we all put teachers on, you know, like teachers are finally getting the respect that they deserved last spring when all of this, when the school shut down and everybody was trying to make things work. And like, I mean, I know you've been back since like day one. I know Minnesota has been a little bit more back and forth, but I mean, like the, criticism and like the the frustrations like we just have to give ourselves each other sorry not ourselves give each other more grace like there's no reason why we have to be this angry towards each other and like so angry with teachers and like people in education like it doesn't make sense to me like we're all doing the best we can we're all doing the best we can it's really so I'll put it like this um I mean, it's been, it's been a lot of emotions. That's for sure. Um, definitely grateful for my education in K 
counseling um, during this yeah, whole you time. Definitely know what you're doing. In my job in general, doesn't mean I don't need a boost sometimes, but um, I'll put it this way: I think that a lot of people got to know their kids. Um, during the shutdown and although it was like hectic and you're trying to get on computers and you're not doing like fun family things like that's di that's totally like it was a totally different situation and I totally understand how that's stressful um but let's be honest here like we we spend a lot of time with people's children and to be honest again we spend a lot of time with people's children who don't spend as much time with them as we end up as it as it ends up being. Well, um, I mean, I think about it. If I was like working in a, a parent, like yeah. I go to, like I work from eight to five. Like right, right. And there's so when and when they're with us, there's academic demands on them. There's learn sections. You know, start learning how to. I mean, I work in elementary school, so start learning how to add and subtract multiple digit numbers and things like that. There's reading. You're, you know, each year you're reading at a higher level. Um, writing, you know, starting to learn your punctuation and things like that. But no matter what level it is, you we are we have academic demands on them. Uh, expectations um, about the way they should be presenting themselves because we are getting them ready to be functioning members of society, just like their parents are. Mm -hmm. um, but but that's through their fun family activities, you know. So I think, with that said, they've gotten to know them, but they've gotten to know their child, their children, you know, in a different type of way and see them you know, either like thriving in whatever subject it is, maybe struggling a little bit more than they realize, and their their school personality. Of course, they have their personality when they're with you and they're doing fun things, not saying everything's a walk in the park all the time with kids, because I, I know it's not. I know being a parent is hard, um, but it's, it's a different type of person. It's a different side of them when they're yeah. trying to learn. I just think at the end of the day, and this is like my end all be all, being a parent is hard. <laughs> being a teacher is hard. Mm -hmm. Your kid is not an angel all the time. Right. Everybody just needs to be a lot more forgiving and just like chill the F out. Right. And, and, and then with that said too, it's not like teachers are just coming to work and also aren't parents, you know, right. I have a, I have a, a friend who's a school psychologist and she has three little girls and they go to the school that I work at, that she works at. And she's been working every day. Her kids have been in school um, every day and she's nervous. Yeah. So and it's, like, it's, and you're also in education and you're also relying that like when those kids aren't in school, mm -hmm. they're, their parents and their guardians are making sure that they're staying safe so that you guys can keep going in school. So it's like such a trust game. And that's where I'm like, everybody just has to be kinder. And I get so worked up because I, <laughs> I like watch these like professional athletes and we could talk about this for hours and hours and we're going right. to move on to something a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah. But <laughs> I think it's just really important to understand that like, we have to give our educators some grace and like, mm -hmm. you know, I think one thing that I like 
learned like even like spring break and or February vacation for you guys it's just like you had to stay safe because you have to go to work and like Mm -hmm. you only hope that the parents kind of reciprocate that and respect Mm -hmm. you and I just my biggest thing is respect for teachers and respect for people in education because I like I mean, my Luke and I talk about it all the time because we don't get it. And like our quarantine and our COVID experience has been different because it's literally just the two of us. We don't have kids and we're at home, but, and I couldn't even imagine if I was supposed to teach and help my kid, whatever. whatever. Hard. Yeah. So hard. I'm just saying that I think as a, as a whole, we have to stop COVID shaming. We have to stop vaccine shaming we have to stop doing things and we just have to just be kinder like I don't understand I know we're all fed up we're all tired you know we're all sick of this but until like we just give each other a little bit of grace Grace, that's me we're never gonna (laughs) like we're never gonna be better as a whole I don't know that's just well yeah but just to to circle back (laughs) (laughs) to finding, you know, finding that comfort within ourselves now, I think a lot of people um, have had to do that. And, and especially with the whole school thing too, Um, you know, sometimes it feels like there's not enough time for everything, but it's, it's really important to um, have that self-care and have, you know, practice that mindfulness and just take some time to, to yourself. It's so important. Okay. So speaking of things that are very important, very important. everybody should do a little self-care tomorrow. Um, but mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on Britney Spears? Oh, let's talk about Britney Spears. I have, I have to talk to, I have to talk about her for at least 30 seconds every episode. Oh, until she's more married. than that. But what, what do you, were you, first of all, were you team Christina or were you team Britney? I was definitely team Britney. I think for a while, like, don't you think when Jeannie and Bottle came out, it was like, oh, like, Christina's the one that can sing, so. She yeah, I think we were all, like, that. a little, like, confused, like, who do yeah. we like? We want to like them both, but, which brings me to a whole other thing is why we always, like, have to pick a side over everything, but we'll talk about right. that in a second, but I'm just worried about Britney. I am too. I really am. I didn't really, like, I watched the documentary and I, like so many other people have said, it's, it turned into, um, wow, we really shamed her. We didn't do anything to help the situation and, and what she was going through. We like belittled her every chance we got yeah. and put her down. It's like, it's crazy to me. Like, I'm not going to sit here and like, I'm not going to get, I know it's, frustrated at the beginning but I'm not going to get like super mad at like Justin Timberlake because there there was a different it was a different time like it really was but I am gonna say that she was completely her career was kind of destroyed based on her mental health which is really frustrates me like she was giving so much and Mm-hmm. We just were like, well, she's psycho. She's crazy. I'm going to give a shout out, tip my hat. I don't give a round of applause to the millennials right now. We do, we are millennials. But 
I I think we so like we were like the young girls who like watched that first music video of her and like fell in love with her and wanted to be her and like every chance I get every chance I got I was going to the store to get her new like cassette tape or Mm -hmm. you know if you know that if my dad said okay we could spend a little more we'd get like the new Britney Spears CD I got every I have I still have at my parents house every single CD of (laughs) Britney Spears so I I want to give a shout out to us as millennials who did the investigative work, who said, let's put this documentary together. Let's call out all the people that did this to her because we weren't the adults then. We weren't. We, we weren't were, the paparazzi we following her. We weren't the paparazzi. We weren't the adults. The who interviewed her again? I don't remember her name, but like saying, "What did you do to Justin?" And it was like showing this video of a senator in Maryland's wife saying she wants saying she wanted to kill her. That is against the law to threaten people, and you're just gonna like. And show all it. we ever did was like love her, but the people right. older than us were like, "She's crazy." Right. Yeah, and I don't mean to call out generations, but the boomers, sorry, mom and dad, we love you. <laughs> you didn't call out Britney Spears. <laughs> but, like, let's give a round of applause to the millennials that are changing the world right now and are calling out people. Tell you something <laughs> before I tell him something. I know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It all happens more often than that. Yeah. We didn't even, like, touch on, like, Courtney and... Scott and I think well okay we're just gonna okay buckle up we got five more minutes we're gonna talk about it because okay let's get it done in five minutes maybe seven but are you team Travis or are you team Scott you know you see the clip oh yeah I saw the clip I saw the clip that everybody was freaking out about about like I think, but you know what? I think that's a conversation that they've always had. Like, and how can you not? They have four kids together. You know, it's just, I think, I think they will always have that love and respect for each other. But I think there's been so much damage done from the past. So many, I mean, if you watch the show, I haven't honestly like watched it like lately, (laughs) but maybe the last season I will. But like I used to watch when it first, started when I was like who are these people and I remember like the first episode one of the first scenes was Scott and Rob like playing a trick on Courtney <laughs> Can <laughs> I like, just say Courtney's something boyfriend though? yeah Scott has always like everybody loves Scott like yes he's gone through things and like whatnot but everybody's always been team Scott and honestly I think he is just I think Courtney's over it, and I don't think that he has to be a babysitter so anymore. So she does not have to babysit like, him. We all saw, if you saw Courtney and Chloe take Miami or and he whatever. Punched it was, the mirror. He punched the mirror. But he also was like out every night. And again, it's reality TV, right? What are we watching? But it's, it just seems like that was a pattern, not only in the show or whatever show they were filming at the time, Miami or regular Keeping Up with the Kardashians. He time and time again just showed he couldn't he couldn't commit and couldn't take on the responsibility of just staying in with her and Mm -hmm. taking care of the family he had to go out and go crazy and be with all these young people like hello you're what 37 he's like 37 years old is he Luke's age I think he's older I think he's in his um, no he's not he's not in his 40s yet I think he's in his late I'm gonna look Courtney is in her 40s yeah she is 
But like, um, I just think eventually, like, I get that as fans, like, we all think Scott is funny and we all think Scott is like humorous and stuff, but she just needs, like, she deserves to be with like a man, someone who is like, right. we can right. be in on a Saturday night or we can go yep. out. And that's what I think she found in Travis Barker. Like, I, right. looks aside, like, I think Travis mm-hmm. is a good fit for her. Well, and also, like, I don't know about you, but, like, that guy is, like, so polished, which is fine. Like, he's so polished, and he has his, like, fancy watch on, probably more expensive than a Rolex. I don't know what the brands are out there. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's oh, he's always looks, like, so polished and so perfect, and, like, he doesn't sweat. Like, I would feel uncomfortable <laughs> being with someone so, per- like, so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Polished. Someone's right, so polished. right. Like, Luke put together a desk <laughs> last night, and he was, like, sweating, and I was, like... I- you need to take a shower. Like, like I want to be the polished one. Right, right. I agree. I agree. And like, I think that Scott is always going to be a part of the Kardashian family, mm-hmm. but I just don't think that him and Courtney are it. I think that they both need to move on. I don't think that Scott needs to be with a 19 year old. And we can talk about the, that the next time you're on, but I just. I'm worried about Scott, and I've said that before, I, but, like... I think, I think Scott should maybe, like, date someone who can have a drink with him. Maybe it's a new idea. Can you imagine dating someone who is, <laughs> a, a, is the drinking age? I don't even know what I'm saying. He, by the way, is 37, so he has okay. not pushed the 40 barrier yet. He is 37. Okay. So, like, I mean, Courtney is, Courtney's in her 40s. Like, she's, like... Yeah, because she's older than Kim. Yeah. And Kim just turned 40. So, like, obviously, they're just on different pages. And 